living la vida loca. This show is changing lives. We talking about your diet, trying to get you feeling right. Cut up them avocados, fry some eggs. Time to explore the longest running health podcast, hosted by Jimmy Moore. Time to give up the crappy garbage. We're getting into ketosis. Every day is a new step to your goal. Yeah, you're getting closer. Motivated and focused. Don't stop, just go. Time to get inspiration from the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. Hey, the Living Low Carb Show.com. Woo! Living La Vida Low Carb. Talking about a low carb diet. Uh-huh. Getting your body healthy. It ain't no doubt about it. Yeah, it's really about ketosis. A ketogenic life. Yeah, a real time indicator for ketosis called ketonics. Woo! It measures your breath for ketones. Are you burning fat? Uh-huh. It's the first of its kind. All my ketonians, where you at? Hey, I'm just here to let you know. Wanna look and feel incredible. We live in La Vida Low Carb. Get your body healthy and live long. Hey, keep my fats high. And my carbs low. Need my glucose down right now. Pronto. Check my ketones. Look at the stats, yo. With ketonics, now I'm in the burning fat zone. Ketonics, we burning fat. Yeah, we on it. Yeah, yeah. With ketonics, I'm burning fat and I'm on it. Yeah, yeah. Living La Vida low carb. I do this every day. If you wanna burn that fat, it ain't no other way. Yeah. Go to ketonics.co. For my international followers, it's ketonics.com. Woo! You're listening to a special presentation of Jimmy Rants on the Livin' La Vida Low Carb Show. Jimmy's on sabbatical, so we're bringing you some of the very best content from his wildly popular live show, Jimmy Rants. Want to know what the very latest is in nutrition news? Follow Jimmy at jimmyrants.com for all of the archives and links to his social media where you can engage live with the content. Stay tuned now for a special Jimmy Rants on the LLVLC show. Today's Jimmy Rants. I'm going to go over one of those articles. You guys know. It's articles. They're popping up like crazy now. All over our media. That are doing their darndest to try to discredit the ketogenic diet. And it seems to me... That if 2018 was the year of the rise of keto and when it came into the culture really strong, 2019 has turned into let's try to tear down what we built up in 2018. Because it does seem like there is just this concerted effort to rip completely apart anything positive happening with the ketogenic approach. So what I want to talk about here today is this Headline, five side effects of extreme low-carb diets that you should know about. And so what I want to talk about with you guys here today as we go over this uh, article is if you get these five so-called side effects of keto, then you're doing something wrong. You're going to find out why. You guys ready? We're going to go over this. We see a lot of these kind of articles. So it's always good to have in the back of your mind arguments um, and responses to a lot of this stuff. Because this is the kind of thing that your Aunt Susie is going to bring up to you or your sister or whoever it is that thinks you're killing yourself eating keto. They pulled up these kind of articles. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that that diet you're doing? So let's read the article. Low-carb diets 
have become very popular around the world as more and more people hop onto the trend, enticed by the promise of quick weight loss and slim waists. Um, most of us that are being reasonable in this space right now are not promising, quote, quick weight loss or, quote, slim waists. Can you get those things? Yeah. Is it the primary reason you should go keto? No. As the weight loss crazy youngsters increasingly follow diet trend fads that are endorsed by social media influencers and celebrities, there is a rise in eating disorders as well as a number of other health complications, which many are not aware of. Yeah, there, there's a rise in eating disorders? So are they trying to make the claim that an extreme low carb diet, like a ketogenic diet, is leading to an eating disorder? Really? Oy vey. Okay. While eating foods excessively rich in processed or unhealthy carbohydrates is also unhealthy and should be avoided, Carbs are also essential for a healthy and balanced diet and should not be completely done away with. Actually, that's just factually wrong. There are essential fats that you need to have in your diet. They're called essential fatty acids. There are essential proteins that you need to have in your diet. Those are called essential amino acids. There is no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. And I will repeat myself until I'm blue in the face on this one. The body has no nutritional need for dietary carbohydrate. None. There is not a carbohydrate acid deficiency. And so to say carbs are essential for a healthy and balanced diet. No, no, they're not. You don't need them. In fact, I've had little to none in 2019 doing keto carnivore. You don't need them. Carbohydrates that come from high fiber fruits, vegetables, and whole grains can in fact help you in losing weight, promoting satiety, keeping energy levels high for workouts, and help your blood pressure and blood sugar. <laughs> I can't read this with a straight face. And blood sugar levels in check. Carbohydrates from fruits, vegetables, and grains. So they pretend like fruits vegetables and grains are all the exact same kind of food. Fruits have sugar. Vegetables may or may not have starch. They might be non-starchy vegetables, but you can look at a potato. They call potato vegetable, by the way. Uh, you can look at a potato and then you look at something like uh, green beans. Are those the same? Um, even with fruit, you look at a banana and then you look at blueberries. Are those the same? And then whole grains, right, uh, will help you lose weight. Um, no, lose weight. If you have insulin resistance, those are no bueno. Uh, promote satiety. That was the funniest one to me. Fruits, vegetables, and whole grains are all carbohydrate. What provides the best satiety in the body? It's a mix of fats and protein. Some people get a little more satiation from having uh, more protein. Some other people have more satiation from consuming fat. But nowhere is carbohydrate considered satiating. Uh, keep your energy levels high for your workouts. Okay, if you're a sugar burner and you go in eating fruits, vegetables, and whole grains, sure, you'll have lots of energies for your workout. That doesn't mean it's optimal. 
And it doesn't mean it's the only way you can get energy, but it's a way. Keep your blood pressure under control. Some people see their blood pressure go up when they eat carbohydrates. A lot of people see their blood pressure go down when they don't eat carbohydrates. In fact, a lot of the studies that look at a low carb diet, that's exactly what they show. It lowers blood pressure. Blood sugar levels get under check. Okay, that's the funny one to me because blood sugar is directly tied to your carbohydrate intake. So how, pray tell, does eating fruits, vegetables, and whole grains that are non-discriminate, you're not describing what you're talking about, um, how in the world does eating all of those carbohydrates not have a negative impact on your blood sugar, especially if you're insulin resistant? which we know is about three-fourths of the population, has some level of insulin resistance. That doesn't make sense. If you're just joining us, we are reading one of these articles. You guys have seen them. The five side effects of extreme low-carb diets you should know all about. And so this particular one here has five specific things which we're getting to. And what I'm talking about here today is if you get any of these five side effects of keto, you're, go, you're doing something wrong. But before we get to the five, they're saying a whole lot of crap that we're having to correct. Diets that are very low in carbohydrates and just focus on protein and fats, like the wildly popular ketogenic diet, may have certain long-term adverse effects on the health of an individual. Did you guys know you're gonna have adverse effects if you keep eating keto? Did you know that? So, you wanna know what the adverse effects are? Let's read this article. So if you've been following a low carb diet, that's right, all you Jimmy Ranchers, listen in, as you're about to have your, your world rocked, these five things are gonna have lasting, uh, and as they describe it here, possible harmful effects on your body. You need to know about these, you ready? Number one, harmful effect of a low carb diet. Sluggishness and fatigue. What? I'm sorry, I'm sluggish and fatigued. What the heck are they talking about? Get this, guys. Carbohydrates, they say, are the main source of fuel for the body. <clears throat> if you're a sugar burner, that is absolutely true. If you're a fat and ketone burner, not a chance. Carbohydrates are the antithesis of being a fat burner. So no, carbohydrates are not the main source of fuel for the body. The body burns carbs to generate energy. It can also burn ketones too generate energy. And if you follow a diet that is extremely low in carbs, I do, then you are robbing your body of that source. No, what you're robbing your body of, and I wouldn't even put it in that many words since that's the words they use, it's the words I'm using. If you're gonna rob your body of carbohydrates, your body is very, very smart and very, very efficient at shifting over from using primarily carbs and sh the sugar that come from those consumption of carbs over to fat. And here's the other thing they're not telling you in this article. 
you're actually burning both carbs and fat all the time. Did you know that? So everybody's like, uh, well, when you eat carbs, you're a sugar burner. That means you're primarily a sugar burner. Even the guy that eats 30 bananas a day over in Australia and has just basically a loaded up carbohydrate diet, even that guy has some fat that is burning for fuel. Uh, it's stored body fat on him, and it's just the way the body operates, that when you have enough glucose, you'll run as a sugar burner. You'll run out of glucose pretty quick, which means you have to keep feeding the beast. But when, uh, when you don't eat carbohydrate anymore in your diet or you significantly reduce it, that preponderance of the energy uh, that you're burning shifts over from mostly sugar to mostly fat. So when you cut out carbs in your diet, you go through that adaptation period. We've all gone through it, that couple of week period where it's murder because your body's kind of stuck between a sugar burner and a fat burner place. And that's why you kind of get some of those side effects when you shift over to keto. But once you're fully keto adapted and you're not eating carbohydrates, I haven't had any carbohydrates pretty much the entire year doing this keto carnivore, only animal-based foods. And so I'm very well adapted to using fat for fuel. And the preponderance of my fuel is coming from fat, both from the fat that I eat in my diet, as well as the fat on my body. That's why I've been able to be losing some weight doing this. Um, and so this is just wrong. This is just plain wrong. So they talk about some of the side effects if you don't eat enough carbs, and these are gonna sound familiar. You may experience sluggishness, fatigue, lightheadedness, headaches, weakness, etc., as some of the side effects of your low-carb diet. Guys, that only can possibly happen in the first couple of weeks, and can I tell you, you can mitigate every single one of these symptoms, sluggishness, fatigue, lightheadedness, headaches, and weakness. You can mitigate all of them with electrolyte supplementation. So if you're not taking in electrolytes when you first start on a ketogenic diet, electrolytes meaning primarily you need to replenish water, you need to replenish salt. So yes, get straight up pink Himalayan sea salt, Redmond salt, and stick it in underneath your tongue and just salt. We don't realize this because we've seen salt be so vilified for so long that we think there's something wrong with salt, but you need more salt. Then you take a magnesium supplement uh, about an hour before bed, help, actually helps you sleep. And then potassium can come from an avocado, can come from, uh, as we learned on the Nutritional Pearls podcast the other day uh, in our episode, you're getting a bunch of potassium from a ribeye steak. So all of these things mitigate all of these so-called negative effects that come when you cut carbs in your diet. Frequent lightheadedness is a sign your carb intake is dangerously low. No, lightheadedness is one of two things. You're not balancing your electrolytes, which we just explained, or perhaps you're having a little bit of reactive hypoglycemia. So what that is, is when you're eating low carb and you're still in that conversion, like going from sugar burner to fat burner primarily, your body is having to come up with a way, how do I fuel this body? while it's shifting, uh, partitioning the fuel source. And sometimes you'll get lightheaded because your blood sugar will drop. That's called reactive hypoglycemia. 
And so you can mitigate that by trying to eat a little more fat and protein during those times. So no, it's not dangerously low. What's the worst part of doing keto? The meal prep. What you really need is a quick, customizable, and easy keto meal replacement for when your other food options aren't ready. Introducing Keto Chow. It's the fully customizable meal replacement that makes keto easy. Keto Chow takes just seconds to prepare. Add the fat of your choice, a scoop of Keto Chow, water, and shake. Just trust the thousands of five-star reviews on Facebook, Amazon, and Google Shopping. Keto Chow comes in 18 delicious flavors. And in a third-party blind taste test, Keto Chow outperformed all of the competitors in appearance, flavor, texture, and overall impression. Head on over to JimmyLovesKetoChow.com to place your order. And be sure to use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout for 10% off your first order. While you're there, be sure to check out the electrolyte supplements, no sweetener, no added flavor, no caffeine, and pure electrolytes. Keto Chow. So that's their first one. Again, if you're just joining us, we are talking about one of these articles that's talking about the side effects of an extreme low-carb diet you should know about. And the first one uh, we just finished was sluggishness and fatigue. The second one, you ready? Constipation. Constipation. Healthy carbohydrates in the form of fiber are also important for digestive health. Um, that does not run counter to the ketogenic diet. A ketogenic dieter gets plenty of, quote, healthy carbohydrates in the form of fiber. Unless you're doing a carnivore plan, you get plenty of green leafy vegetables and non-starchy vegetables, broccoli, spinach, cauliflower, green beans, shall I go on? You get all of these. This is because fiber that is digested slower than other nutrients acts as the food for the healthy bacteria in the gut and its absence, in its absence, the gut flora is imbalanced. Well, the jury is still out about that in the research world. We don't have strong randomized control clinical trials that proves that statement whatsoever. Um, that's what got Dr. Davis and what he was saying uh, last week in my Jimmy rants. That's uh, Dr. William Davis. That's what got him into trouble was he was making these bold proclamations. Same with Dr. David Perlmutter. He made those kind of proclamations um, with what he said on Dave Asprey's show. And so... We don't know that, but even if we do know that and you're a ketogenic dieter, you can feed your gut microbiome just fine with green leafy vegetables. They think that you need to have grains to feed your microbiome. I think that's a dangerous way to feed your gut, gut uh, bugs. Constipation, they say, is one of the nastiest side effects of low-carb diets. Well, why should it be a side effect? If you are drinking ample amounts of water and you're getting in green leafy vegetables, maybe a few nuts and seeds, there is no reason whatsoever you should ever, 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 did I mention ever, ever get constipated. This is just, it's one of those myths that's been put out there for so long that I think they just are like, well, of course, it's axiomatic that when you go low carb, very low carb, you run out. You're going to get stopped up and you can't really go poop. And, you know, 
They've said this for so long, they're buying into their own propaganda. And of course, this is something that I've heard many years uh, with the Atkins diet. Then they tried to pull this with the paleo diet, uh, and now they're doing it with keto. So no. Your bowel movements are disturbed due to a lack of soluble and insoluble fiber in your diet. Again, you can get all of those from non-starchy vegetables. You can. Other digestive side effects include bloating and diarrhea. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're constipated. I suppose that could be part of the bloating. Diarrhea? Diarrhea is the opposite of constipated. Doesn't make any sense. But that's number two, and we've got three more to go. This one is hilarious. Number three, frequent hunger pangs. Hunger on keto. Have they not read that one of the greatest benefits of going on a low-carb, high-fat diet is hunger goes away. Low-carb diets increase the frequency of hunger pangs as carbs are the most fulfilling nutrients in your meal. <sighs> carbs are the most fulfilling nutrient in your meal? All right, so let's do an experiment. I want you to do one day where all you have is dietary fat. That's all you eat. I want to have another day where all you have is dietary protein. That's all you eat. And then I want you to have a third day where all you have is carbohydrate. Now you tell me which of those three days are you going to have the least fulfillment, the most hunger. I guarantee you it's the carb day. There's just no Nobody can dispute that. The carbs are the worst culprits when it comes to trying to make you satiated. The best way to be satiated is somewhere of a mix between fat and protein. Some people, a little more fat's more satiating. Other people, a little more protein is more satiating. But it's definitely a mix of protein and fat. Carbohydrates do nothing but stoke hunger. Why does that happen? Carbohydrates are the main driver of insulin. Insulin turns on all of those hormones that make you hungry. And so when you eat carbohydrates, you are not getting fulfillment in your diet. You are getting starvation kicking in. You're getting your body going, whoa, 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 whoa. Where's the fat and protein? We need what's essential for our bodies. Remember, essential fatty acids, that's the fat. Essential amino acids, that's the protein. There is no essential carbohydrates. So it's not satiating at all. This is because they're digested slower than other nutrients, talking about eating carbs to, uh, to be fulfilled and have no hunger. Uh, and hence, they keep your blood sugar levels under check. Have you guys ever eaten carbohydrate without it impacting your blood sugar levels? Seriously. So on that same experiment where you have just fat one day, just protein another day, and just carbohydrate, test your blood sugar as well. I guarantee you on the day that you only have carbohydrate, your blood sugar will go up. It almost has to. That's just the way our bodies work. Carbs drive blood sugar, drive insulin, drive inflammatory pathways. 
not good for health. And yet they're trying to make the claim that they're very good for health. This is one of the reasons why low-carb diets are not very sustainable because people tend to cheat on them more often. I don't know about you, but I always wanted to cheat when I was eating low-fat. When I didn't get enough fat in my diet because I was purposely starving my body of fat because I thought a low-fat diet was supposed to be healthy for me because that's what I'd always been told, that was when I wanted to cheat on my diet. And every single time I cheated on my diet eventually and got off of it. With low-carb, high-fat, I have felt no compulsion to want to cheat per se. When you get steak and eggs and full fat meats and cheeses and butter and bacon and vegetables uh, that are delicious, why would you ever cheat on your diet? So that doesn't make any sense what they're saying here, but it's the third reason that they say is a side effect you need to know about. And it's yet again, you're not doing something right if you're having hunger happen when you eat a ketogenic diet. We got two more, you guys. Number four, mood swings. So they're going to take what they said in number three and carry it into the next one because they said a hungry brain is easily irritable. Not only am I not hungry on a ketogenic diet, I am able to just spontaneously go hours upon hours upon hours without eating without any irritability, without any problem whatsoever. And when it is time to eat, it's not this hanger. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it's about time I could eat. You're, you're not panicking. Yet they want to think, they want you to think that a hungry brain is easily irritable. I don't know about you, but I'm under the most control in my mood than I've ever been in my life eating keto. And it's the ketones, you guys, they're fueling the brain. They're calming down all of those pathways that would make you irritable. To me, if they wanted to help keep prison riots and things from breaking out, they always keep it really cold in prisons. But I think if they fed, fed them steak and eggs every single day, that would do a whole lot to keep them calm and get their brains calm. Yet they want to make the claim in this article that a hungry brain is an easily irritable one. People on a low-carb diet report feeling irritated much more frequently and even experienced anxiety and mood swings. Nobody that I know that's done keto, nobody. Nobody gets these effects. So I don't know who they're talking about uh, and who they polled people on low-carb diets. This happens, this mood disorder and mood swings and anxiety because of the deficiency of glucose in the body. There it is. If you're a sugar burner, sure, you're going to be a little bit irritable for a couple of days while you transition over from sugar burner to fat burner. But what they're not telling people is reduce the carbohydrates, get keto adapted, and all of these so-called symptoms that they say you need to know about and their horrible side effects that could be potentially harmful and dangerous to your health go away because the body becomes a fat burning machine. And when it does, and your 70% fat brain starts thriving on the fat and ketones, 
All of that is invalid. Decreased motivation and depressed mood is another potent side effect of following a low-carb diet. You guys see me every single day here on Jimmy Rants. Do I ever look like I have decreased motivation or a depressive mood? I would think you're seeing exactly the opposite. And again, reminder, I've had no carbs in 2019 to speak of doing keto carnivore. So that one doesn't make sense at all. One more, guys. The last one is another laughable one. They are giving as a side effect of going keto that's potentially harmful. Number five, an increased risk of developing type 2 diabetes. This is going to be a doozy, guys. This has been concluded verifiably by several studies didn't mention the studies anywhere in this article. This is because diets that are low in carbohydrates and rich in fat reduce the body's response to insulin, the hormone that regulates blood sugar levels. So they're making the claim that because when you go on a low carb diet, your insulin levels go down, that that is a bad thing that will lead to diabetes. Do these people even know biochemistry 101? The way diabetes develops isn't blood insulin levels going down. Diabetes develops because it doesn't respond well to your blood sugar to bring it under control and it goes up, 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 up. What are they talking about? That makes no sense at all. Both excessive consumption and abandoning carbs from your Daily meals can be bad for your health. So at least they acknowledge, don't eat a lot of carbs. But then they say abandoning carbs is bad for your health um, because of this insulin thing. You're going to lower your insulin too much. Have you guys ever heard of anything like that? You're lowering your insulin too much, so that makes you more susceptible to have the risk of developing diabetes? What are they smoking? Where is this from? NDTV. They're smoking something over there in DTV. The key to maintaining a healthy weight and mind is to find some kind of a middle ground between a carb-rich and a low-carb diet. So what is that middle ground? What if someone has a moderate amount of carbohydrates, a moderate amount of fat, and a moderate amount of protein? That's called the zone diet, by the way. What if they try to have equal parts of all of those in that so-called balanced diet? And it's a moderate amount of all of that. And what happens if their blood sugar goes up? What happens if their insulin goes up? What, happen if, what happens if inflammatory markers go up? What happens if you're less than optimal at that level? What do you do then? Oh, yeah, you go keto. And they're so not respecting the bioindividuality of the dieter here. And I think this is a fatal error that so many people make. And when they show up in these stupid news articles that people read and go, oh my gosh, I thought diabetes would get better with keto. It does. But they're trying to cloud the issue. This is why I like to correct a lot of this kind of misinformation because people read this and, and buy it at face value. Oh, they wouldn't publish it if it wasn't true. Want to bet? 
Moreover, you should choose good quality carbohydrates instead of processed and greasy carbs to stay healthy. What is a greasy carb? Greasy carb, are they talking about like French fries? But we don't eat French fries on a ketogenic diet. What the heck is a greasy carb? And choose good quality carbs. That is what a ketogenic diet asks you to do. I don't consider some of the sugary fruits good quality carbs for most keto people. I don't consider whole grains by any means good quality carbs. I don't consider starchy vegetable carbohydrates to be quality carbs. What I consider quality carbs are non-starchy green leafy vegetables, maybe some berries, and definitely no whole grains. Those are quality carbohydrate sources. So we do choose good quality carbs on keto. Consult with a certified nutritionist or dietitian to know whether your intake is adequate or low. No, please do not go see most mainstream nutritionists and definitely most mainstream registered dietitians. They are going to give you the low-fat lie. And I don't know about you, but you've probably been so sick of trying those kinds of diets and seeing them fail. And the fact that they would write an article about the, quote, five side effects of extreme low-carb diets you should know about. Guys, you get any of these side effects that they talked about and what we've shared here today on Jimmy Rants, you're doing something wrong, something bad wrong. And you can't always believe what you read in these articles. If you're a fan of fat, then you need to try the F-bombs. Go to JimmyLovesFbomb.com, enter the coupon code JimmyLovesFbomb, and you'll get 20% off of your first order. So what are these F-bombs? They are nut butters, and they have incredible combinations of coconut and macadamia nut, macadamia nut butter, and my favorite is salted chocolate macadamia nut butter. They also have several oil blends, including the the house blend, the MCT oil, as well as coconut oil. If you want your fat on the go, then you need to check out JimmyLovesFbomb.com. And once again, use the coupon code JimmyLovesFbomb. You'll get 20% off your first order. JimmyLovesFbomb.com. All right, let's see what you guys have to say. Welcome in, welcome in. You probably have a lot to say on this. Uh, there was so much wrong. There was so much wrong in the that article. Uh, there's that word again. Fad says charming confessions. Yeah, I have in my stack of uh, things here, I pulled out a definition of fad the other day um, that is going to rock your world once I, uh, and, it, and it was published by one of these groups that they try to identify trends. And, and so, oh, here's how you can identify if there's a fad diet out there. So, uh, coming up, guys, in the stack, eating disorders, my foot, says Nancy, exactly. Uh, ba -ba -ba, she throws the essential bomb into carbs, exactly, Alberto. And again, I'll repeat it here. Essential carbohydrates do not, do not, do not exist. We only have essential fatty acids and essential amino acids. That's your fats and proteins. You do not have an essential carbohydrate acid. It just does not exist. I'm laughing at all the absolute absurdity of this article, carbs and sugar balance. Yeah, Nancy, welcome to my world, my dear. 
I deal with this stuff all the time. I hope she doesn't say, eat your complex fats, says Alberto. <laughs> Ant says, I'm listening and driving. Do your rant. Hey, I did it, man. This article is completely absurd, says Charming Confessions. Yep. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Essential carbs can also help you get diabetes, fatty liver disease, and weight gain. No thanks, says Ashton. Yeah. All of that does happen for so many of us. And they never acknowledge, again, the bio-individuality bio of all of this. Because if you're relatively healthy and you've got insulin sensitivity and you can eat those carbohydrates and your, and your insulin response is normal, then your blood sugar stays under control and all these good things happen. They pretend like those of us that have insulin resistance, based on some genetic factors, based on past dietary habits, based on a whole lot of things, but they pretend like we don't exist. And guys, one thing you will always get from Jimmy Moore here on these Jimmy rants is I will speak up for you because if they're not going to acknowledge us, I'm going to acknowledge us and I'm going to make them pay attention to us. Gina said, keto helped me reverse my type two diabetes. What a joke this article is. Yep. Uh, Brian says, keto haters are clueless. <laughs> C-Doc says, acetone breath it is. <laughs> three free mind says, I CrossFit three times a week. Yeah, pretty easy to do. Seriously, I have the most energy I've had in my entire life, says Charming Confessions. For sure. Bonnie says, sluggishness and fatigue, I'm filled with energy. Yeah, most of us are, Bonnie. And it would shock these people. For them to know that I'm doing these videos, every single video that you watch, uh, at definitely in 2019, no carbs. I haven't had any carbs. I had some hamburger patties with some cheese. That's what I've eaten today. And I guess I'm supposed to be sluggish and tired. I am getting sleepy because it's that time of day that my circadian rhythm kicks in. But as far as energy um, from the ketones, I've got it in spades. Uh, uh, Lady Klingon says, maybe you'll be sluggish until you're adapted. Exactly. But once keto adapted, all bets are off. You probably have a lot more energy than most people. Brian says, keto lowers blood sugar, lowers insulin, lowers inflammation, burns fat, boosts energy, runs the brain efficiently, keeps the arteries clear, preserves muscle tissue, on and on and on. Shh. Brian, you're not supposed to tell them our secret, man. But you're just anecdotal, Brian. You're not indicative of most of the population. Thank you for being the voice of reason. Thank you, Jan. I always try. Snoochie says they don't know how keto really works. No, no. The, the people that authored this cockamamie article, it's very obvious. None of them have ever looked into keto. They should have read Keto Clarity and they would have had most of their uh, answers. Too many people been brainwashed by fat is bad, healthy whole grains crap, Brian says. Yep. My eyes are about to roll out of my head. These articles really are full of blind misinformation. Well, Nancy, that's why I do like to address them when they're this egregious. People send me stuff all the time. Oh, you need to rant about this. And I'm like, you know, there's just so much. It's like drinking out of a water hose. Like I said, I have a huge stack of stuff here, guys 
that I'm waiting to rant about, but it just seems like every time I print out something else, the next day there's three more things to print out and the next day there's four more things to print out. There's just so much happening so fast. We can't possibly respond to all of it. But what I try to arm you guys with is good quality information about how you counter some of this nonsense. Sophia uh, says, Jimmy, I think you found an article from 1985. It certainly reads like something you would have from 1985. That's for sure. Uh, Nancy says, poop, not a problem here. <laughs> TMI, Nancy, TMI. Constipation on keto for the for me means that I ate too much cheese, Joshua says. Yeah, if you eat too much cheese, you can, I suppose, clog things up. But that's where ample amounts of water, making sure you, making sure you stay pretty hydrated, uh, getting some nuts and seeds. Uh, Flaxseed is really good as well. Uh, you can also have green leafy vegetables. All of that can help keep things flowing, so to speak. Heather says the lack of veggies and fiber argument always cracks me up. I would argue that keto dieters get more veggies than sad diet eaters. Big ag just can't handle it. No, they cannot. Uh, oh, here's someone else. Uh, Nancy saying that psyllium husks, chia seeds, flax seeds, and nuts for fiber. That's right. Perry says, so silly. I like eating meat and eggs primarily, but if my body reacts positively to the thought of eating vegetables, I eat a bit of it. Interestingly, my body never says yes to any root vegetables or tomatoes. Your body is a smart, smart little machine there. She's describing all of the problems of people who eat mostly those essential carbs, says Alberto. Yeah, a lot of those things, it is fascinating you say that, Alberto, because sluggishness, fatigue, constipation, frequent hunger, mood swings, and a risk of diabetes are all precisely what you get from a high-carb diet. That's a good point. Carbs make my joints hurt, says Anita. Yeah, that's the inflammation. I've never been more satiated than while on keto, says Ashton. Yeah, most of us. Bonnie Linnae says, hunger? No, I think they're confusing the addiction of chewing. Uh, and that's hunger. Yeah. Three free minds. Low fat was horrible. Made me feel like a failure. Got fatter and fatter. Yeah. Welcome to the low fat club. But we're no more. We were low fat in our past, but not anymore. Uh, ba -ba -ba. I had no urge whatsoever to cheat on keto. This is so laughable, says Ashton. Uh, I've never felt calmer with the keto diet and even more so when I started intermittent fasting. I used to be so anxious all the time, says Sophia. It's amazing. The calming effect. Um, and you just kind of chill all the time, Sophia, when you go keto. And it's the fats that are feeding that brain. And it's the ketone production. Your brain actually prefers to burn ketones for fuel. A lot of people don't realize that. They always talk about dietitians, especially, oh, make sure you get 130 grams of carbs because you need that glucose for your brain or your brain will be sluggish. It doesn't happen because the brain easily starts taking in those ketones and it's like, whoa, whoa, that's how normal is supposed to feel. But people don't ever feel normal because they got carb brain. They always want to talk about brain fog uh, for coming from a ketogenic diet, the brain fog is carbs. 
eating lots of carbs. Dr. Joe 413, I won't lie, I am hungry on keto, but that's because I'm so active. I eat a lot of fat, bacon, grease, butter, tallow. I'm in no way afraid of fat. I'm always in ketosis as I test my blood. Well, if you're active like that, eat more. I, I think sometimes people are afraid to eat more. We go, oh, I don't want to gain weight or I don't want to mess with my gains, especially if you're an athlete uh, and you exercise a lot. But if you're going to exercise like that, that gives you the wiggle room to eat more. Uh, she read the 40% carb keto study from last week. Yeah, Alberto's referring to the AFib uh, study that came out. Uh, where they said keto caused AFib. And the keto diet in that uh, study, uh, they ate 44% of their calories from carbohydrates. So I suppose if you eat that diet, you might get some of these side effects. Uh, do these people even know what the keto diet is? It's so crazy, says Mama Ors. Uh, yeah, no, they don't. No, they don't. I was pre-diabetic, pre-keto, says Three Free Minds. Dr. Joe, yikes, type 2 diabetes. Who are, they, who are these people? What research are they pointing to? The problem is they put it in a story like this. There was no study references at the end of the story. I got to the end of the story and it said, disclaimer, this content includes advice providing generic information only. It is no way as a substitute for a qualified medical opinion. Always consult a specialist or your own doctor for more information. And NDTV does not claim any responsibility for the information therein. Yeah, that's called a CYA because you got to cover your butt there. Sorry, I dropped my phone. Uh, they must be smoking Splenda, says Alberto. <laughs> I've almost reversed my type 2 diabetes since I started keto. Somebody's smoking something for sure, says Ashton. For sure. Perry says a greasy carb is one that uh, is a broccoli that's drenched in butter. Now that's a greasy carb. I like that one. Keto Max says, imagine the articles like this coming down the pike as carnivore grows. Oh, Mac, I, I'm already bracing. Um, and see, the thing is, I've been in this space long enough that you start to see them recycle the same arguments again and again and again with each of the new diet trends. So when I first came into the space, it was low carb Atkins diets. Then it was the paleo diet and now it's keto. So none of this surprises me. And yes, they will try to pull the same kind of crap with a carnivore diet. But I think people are wising up. I'm hoping that this video you know, it shows up on YouTube, people start watching this kind of stuff and they get the real deal about what this stuff means because I don't think people are buying it near like they used to. Grandma does keto, not sustainable, low carb since 2002, only fall off when I get swayed by dumb stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and this is some pretty dumb stuff, Grandma. Gerald says, I will never quit keto. I almost uh, about to when my doctor said my cholesterol was high and I was like, no, I feel great. Who cares if it's high? I'll enjoy my butter and bacon. Well, high meaning your total cholesterol and maybe your LDL, but what's your triglycerides? They're probably in good order. What's your HDL cholesterol? You want it to be high. It's probably in order. So, um, yeah. So guys, the bottom line in this Jimmy Rance is when you read these kind of articles that I shared here today, 
and you see all of these nasty, dastardly side effects, and if you get the side effects that they claim come from being on a ketogenic diet, you must be doing something wrong. And in this case, it's not just that you're doing something wrong. If you're getting these side effects for the stated reasons that they're sharing, I would argue you're still a sugar burner because most of these effects that they're describing are the uh, hallmark of a sugar burner. So get keto adapted. So here's the thing. Before you even read anything like this, go and get keto adapted. Eat a low-carb, moderate-protein, high-fat diet. Go read my book, Keto Clarity. Get educated all about keto. And within two to four weeks, you'll become keto-adapted. Then go back to this article and read it and, and see if you're experiencing any of these issues that they're talking about. I would almost guarantee you will not. And this is the kind of stuff, guys, that they're trying to do to discredit this way of eating but it ain't going to work. I'm going to call you out on Jimmy rants and you got called out today. Who's the, see, they won't even put their name on the article. All they put was NDTV. There is no name. Yeah. I wouldn't want to share my name if that nonsense got out there on the internet too. Uh, living la vida low car. This show is changing lives. We talking about your diet, trying to get you feeling right. Cut up the avocados, fry some eggs. Time to explore the longest running health podcast, hosted by Jimmy Moore. Time to give up the crappy garbage. We're getting into ketosis. Every day is a new step to your goal. Yeah, you're getting closer. Motivated and focused. Don't stop, just go. Time to get inspiration from the living la vida low carb show. Hey. The Living Low Carb Show.com. Woo!